Hi there, welcome to the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, the Fearless Lady, Charlene Light. When I turned 40, I decided to create a really fun challenge for myself by stepping into my fears 40 different ways. I tackled fears around aging, going after my dreams, and even finding true love. This podcast is about that journey and how it transformed my life and how you can start looking at your fear as an invitation to step into your worth, invite more freedom, joy, and fun back into your life. Life can be an adventure. Live the life of your dreams. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of The Fearless Lady. I am joining you today in the afternoon, which is very exciting considering the weather has finally cooled down. It finally feels like fall here in Los Angeles. And I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I don't have air conditioning. So when it was so hot, which it has been the past few months here in LA, it was absolutely impossible to stay in my apartment during the day because it was just like a sauna and it was not fun. So I would often just escape to the West side for hours until it started to maybe cool down. So I'm excited to be coming here or to be recording from um, my kitchen at almost two o'clock in the afternoon. Woohoo! And I actually have the heat on. It's very excited. Uh, it's very exciting. I'm also thrilled that we have made it through election season. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been an emotional roller coaster um, up until the election. And then after the election, um, those of you who aren't in the US, we I'm sure you've heard about our election process, which has been just insane. And I'm so happy to report that we have a new president-elect, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And I'm I'm just so thrilled. And I I mean I have to admit the the beginning, you know, on Tuesday, I was really scared. I really had no idea which way the election was gonna go. And because I think um I've been so just appalled at the past four years and what the current president has gotten away with that I was really nervous about um, just feeling any sort of, you know, like I wouldn't allow myself to feel relief. I wouldn't allow myself to even be hopeful, to be honest, because I was so let down um, just over and over and over again, like so many of you, I'm sure, listening. And I also realized that, you know, it's really interesting to witness, you know, a political climate like we've had to deal with the past four years. And I I really, it did something to me. I've always been an optimist. I've always been somebody that, you know, always thinks the best, you know, like the best situation will, like, it'll always be okay. Basically. I'm always of of that mindset. It's always going to be okay. And we're going to be better for it. But I have to say, you know, something changed in me after this presidency and it woke me up to just a large majority of Americans who don't feel the same way that I do. And I think you know, it's a hard pill to swallow when you are so optimistic. And, um, you know, so it's good and it's bad in the sense that I feel like I had to put my big pants, my big grown-up pants on and kind of the illusion or the um, childlike innocence, that veil kind of got um, 
erased during this presidency. And um, I've had to really sort through a lot of uncomfortable feelings and I had to suck in a lot of um, just injustices and things because, you know, I have family members that don't agree with me. So that was another level to this. Everything felt so personal for me. You know, I didn't have loved ones that necessarily agreed with me. So it was really extra hard because... Again, I had no one to, or it felt like I had no one to really commiserate with, even though I did, you know, with my friends and things like that. But it, it's just hard. It's hard because, again, it woke me up to a part of my my family that I wasn't aware of. It woke me up to a dark part of this this country that I wasn't aware of. So, you know, what can I say? I'm very relieved, but I'm also skeptical because, you know, this, this president, you know, elect Joe Biden, I mean, he won by such a real small, you know, margin. And so it feels like a victory, but it also feels like a huge awakening. Like we have a lot of work to do. I know, I know there's tons of stuff like this on the internet that you can read about what we have to do, but it's, I think that there's something about the emotional, um, like holding on and gripping to this feeling like I can't really express for four years, it's going to take me some time to unravel all of that damage. So feeling hopeful, it looks different to me now. It feels different to me. There's, I don't know, there's a veil of what does this really mean, you know, for our future? And I don't want to weigh anyone down. I'm, again, I'm, I'm usually the eternal optimist, but there's just something that shifted and changed in me. And, you know, I know ultimately it's for the good in terms of this change, um, in terms of this, this perspective, but it also is something that I've had to reconcile with that you can you can feel two things at once you can feel love for someone and you can disagree and often feel like you just want to rip your hair out because it's like how do you how do you not see what i'm seeing right how do you not see this but the truth is everybody is looking at the world through their own lens their own perspective their own biases their own hurts their own wounds all of it so it really is like literally seeing something completely different and it's just so it takes so much energy to hold contempt and to hold resentment towards someone than it does to just accept them and accept that this is a part of society and this is a part of who a lot of people are And I think that's what I'm getting at is that I've learned to just find acceptance that I cannot change. I cannot change people and their opinions and their views. I can only open my heart and seek understanding and compassion and, and be okay with, with not being okay with, (laughs) you know, and that's why it's very nuanced and very complicated. And I think it takes a certain level of sophistication and um, just spiritual surrender to hold both emotions and to hold both feelings at the same time. So having said that, I'm going to jump in um, to my next fearless act, which actually 
um, I kind of hinted at the last episode. And this one, well, it's day 35, the three acts I never told you about and why. And I had mentioned in the previous episodes that I not only wanted to step into fear to change up my life, make different choices, but again, I was really looking to fall in love. I was looking to meet the love of my life. I thought that would be my perfect storybook ending to this incredible experience, this incredible adventure that I created for myself. I thought, you know, I really at at 40 didn't feel like I truly fell in love and I was just desperately looking you know, I thought if I stepped into fear that it would lead me or it would unblock whatever was blocking my heart and I would meet the love of my life or draw to me the love of my life. So this was, this fearless act was really outing that, that vulnerable part of me that didn't want to share it to the world. And I finally did. So I'm just going to read to you what I wrote and then I'll go into detail on some of these. People have often asked me what I hope to achieve as my 40th act or wonder why I began this journey of fearlessness to begin with, and I haven't always been truthful until now. I want to fall in love. There, I said it. Admittedly, I know by expressing this truth, I am opening myself up to all sorts of judgments and comments surrounding the search of love. I know there are apps and sites and couples with advice and stories and loved ones with opinions, and well, I just didn't want to hear it. I think somewhere along my journey, I picked up the false belief that I must, be done, I must be doing something wrong if what I wanted hasn't shown up in my life. And believe me, it's a pretty sucky feeling to be carrying around. So my thinking was simple. What if I went on this quest, this journey of stepping up my life by doing the things that scare me, that force me out of my comfort zone, and then share my experiences in a really truthful, honest, and vulnerable way? Perhaps then, if I were doing something to unconsciously block this great love, certainly all would be revealed to me by the end of this journey. I hate to admit it, but I was expecting a certain fairy tale ending. But I have learned time and time again, living is in the present. It's in the moments, in the choices we make along the way. Wanting or needing a certain outcome inevitably leads to disappointment. And ultimately, it is who we become along the way to what we desire that defines us. The reason I didn't share these next few acts is because they didn't produce the outcome I desired. But they all required serious amounts of courage to perform, and that's what needs to be celebrated. Wait, before I unveil these little gems, I must let you in on a little secret. Whenever I'm inspired to do something scary in the name of romantic love, I always ask myself, what would the girl in the movie do? Because no matter what the scenario, the girl in the movie always looks adorable, even when she's a klutz or trips and falls or messes up her words or goes into the party alone or makes a dumb joke or walks up to the cute boy. And somehow this gives me all the confidence I need to become the girl in the movie. Grab your popcorn, dim the lights and enjoy. And note, these stories did actually happen. Scene one, act one. Can I kiss your cheek, handsome man? This act was inspired by someone's dare to kiss the cheeks of 30 attractive and interesting men as an alternative way to meeting my man. I said, sure. Besides, if it did work out, what a great story it would be. Enter, handsome man, 5'10", dark hair, dimples, white shirt, tan skin, computer bag, and eating tacos. (laughs) Me, in a yoga attire, finishing eating tacos, and sees, handsome man. 
Excuse me, this is going to sound strange, but I accepted a dare to kiss the cheeks of interesting and attractive men. And well, it's part of a bigger challenge I'm doing, 40 fearless acts, because I just turned 40 and so fumbling while still looking adorable. I choose you to be my first man to kiss on the cheek. Handsome man smiles. Well, I only kiss on the lips. Oh my God, me laughing ner- nervously. Ha 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 ha. Was not expecting that. Handsome man, why don't you sit down and tell me more, more about this challenge they're doing? Me, uh, okay, relieved. Both parties chat, asking each other questions and exchange in flirty conversation. Me, I actually have to go teach a class right now. Handsome man. Oh, well, I'll just be here working on some stuff if you want to come back afterwards. Me, unsure if he's telling the truth. Okay, see you in a bit. After class, handsome man is still working and done eating tacos. (laughs) Me, hi, I'm all done with my class. Handsome man, great, I actually live right by here and have a nice roof deck where we can have a drink and talk more. Me, feeling adventurous. Okay, sounds great. Picturesque Manhattan roof deck, beautiful summer evening, me drinking wine, he's drinking a beer. Handsome man, so, me, so. About midway through the evening, I realize handsome man is certainly handsome. He isn't so interesting. Long pauses of me asking questions while handsome man asks me nothing. (laughs) Handsome man, you know, you're going to have to kiss me. He gets up from his seat and plants one on me. Me and handsome man exchange in a passionate makeout session. Me starts to drift, thinking about what she needs to do tomorrow, laundry and other mindless thoughts that one ponders when they're not feeling it. Me breaks away. I think I'm going to get going. Handsome man. Oh, really? Okay, well, I'll walk you downstairs. Well, why don't you take my number just in case? Me takes number and laughs on the inside. Me. Okay, thanks for being my first. Uh, you know what I mean. Me leaves smiling while still looking adorable. Scene end. So I have to mention... <laughs> I think I alluded to this last week, or not last week, but a few weeks ago in the last um, episode, which is that this handsome man, okay, well, let me break it down for you. Have you watched the new Netflix show series called Emily in Paris? And this is what I think is so funny. So this handsome man, he was actually Parisian. Um, When I went to his apartment, he had pictures of, he said he was an actor. And of course, I'm like rolling my eyes because I always do when I hear men that are actors. I don't know. It's no offense to any actors listening. It's just something that because I grew up in LA, so I'm so used to everybody's an actor. So um, again, it's terrible that I do it, but I'm being honest, right? So he's like got all these pictures and like, you know, the university where he studied, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, well, what are you doing now? And he mentioned that he's working for some restaurant or whatever. Anyways, long story short, I'm watching Emily in Paris, and who do I see but this handsome man? He's actually on the show. He plays um, the owner of the perfume company, the one that's married and is having an affair with Sylvie, the owner of the Parisian um, marketing you know, campaign. That's you know, the girl, Emily's boss, basically. So that man is the man that I made out with. <laughs> And then has to kiss on the cheek. Isn't that so funny? And it took me a minute. I'm like, wait a second. How do I know this person? So I had an IMDb. And then I realized after seeing all his pictures, I'm like, oh my God, that's him. So good for him for actually being on a series. And the series is so much fun. It's such a cute, sweet, fun 
um, series, I would definitely recommend. It's something you can binge in like two days, you know? So that was really funny. And also just to end with, you know, at that point, I wasn't looking for an F buddy. I wasn't looking for just somebody to hook up with. I was looking for love. And I felt that, you know, him giving me his card was just, that's not what I wanted. I wanted someone who would pursue me. Um, So anyways, that's why I was like, whatever, no big deal. Okay, so scene two. This is the second um, fearless. (laughs) This is so funny. I haven't thought about this in a long time. Okay, act two, the chat session. Virgin America flight LA to New York, packed plane. Me playing on the fancy computer screen of Virgin America when me realizes there's a chat option where you can instant message anyone on the flight. Me gets curious. Hmm, let's see. How can I how can I make this flight more interesting? Maybe there's a single attractive man on this flight that wants to chat with me. Me starts a chat session with 12F. 3C, 24G, 9B, hello, would you like to chat with me? (laughs) Nobody accepts the chat. Me, maybe this is dumb. Seat 12F accepts the chat. Oh my God, this is so not dumb. Me, starts typing away. Hi, how's your flight going? 12F, yo, it's good, how's yours? Me, it's nice, are you from New York or LA? 12F, I'm from New York, live in Long Island, you? Me, I'm from LA and live in Astoria. I'm Charlene, by the way. 12F, that's a pretty name. My name is Marlon. Me, as in Wayans. Ha 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 ha. Just kidding. 12F, no comment. Yo, I love LA. It was my first visit. Me, still thinking about his name, Marlon, and if Charlene and Marlon are good together. Yeah, it's cool, but I like New York. Me and 12F continue the chat session until long pauses cause the chat session to, ch- to shut off and turn back on again, then shut off again. And the typing mechanism is very small, and it takes about one minute to type three words. Me decides to continue on the flight home, sans the chat session, and sans meeting Marlin in person. Fade to black. <laughs> so that one was a real bust. But I'm sure, like, didn't you guys ever wonder, like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever flown Virgin America, but... They do have this chat session, although I think, I don't wonder if Virgin American still, is it still around? Or maybe I think Alaska Airlines bought Virgin. Um, But that's what was so much fun is like they had all these fun little things that you can do on your, on their little computers. So I had always wondered about that. And I thought it would be, again, a great story to just be like, hey, we met because we started chatting on the plane, you know? Um, So Fate to Black, this is the last one. This one is, oh my gosh, what a bust. But here we go. Act three. 36 questions to falling in love. Madison Square Park, brisk fall day. Me is standing at the fountain across from Shake Shack when a man with the words live on his baseball cap approaches the same fountain. Me has an idea. Maybe man with a baseball cap would be willing to engage in the 36 questions that lead to love according to the New York Times. Me decides to approach him. Me, excuse me, are you waiting for someone? Man with a baseball cap. No, why? Me. Well, I was just wondering if you would be willing to answer these 36 questions that lead to love with me. Me starts to realize how ludicrous this sounds, so me offers more explanation. You see, I'm doing this challenge on performing 40 fearless acts since I just turned 40, and I thought this is really scary walking up to a stranger and asking him if he'd be willing to answer these personal questions with me. Me unsure if she's looking adorable or just crazy. Man with a baseball cap. Uh, well, how long will it take? 
me? I don't really know. I've never done it before, which is why I'm asking. Man with a baseball cap. Wait, so what is this for? Is it an app? Me looks confused. This is not going well. Me wants to abort the mission altogether and starts thinking of ways to escape without looking even more crazy. Me, well, it's not an app. It's from the New York Times article on love. It says that these 36 questions will lead to love. Oh my God, did I just say that? Man with a baseball cap, searching for words. Uh, well, me interrupts. You know what? It's okay. Never mind. <laughs> I understand you don't have time. No worries. Me dashes away from man with a baseball cap and starts laughing uncontrollably as if she got away with murder. Perhaps she did. Scene ends. So those are my three big um, sort of attempts at love. And what I find so interesting is that we often don't give ourselves credit when the outcome isn't what we want. But the truth is every fearless act, every courageous thing that you do, you're letting the universe know like, hey, this is important to me. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And so it's really important to honor those moments when you put yourself out there, when you are willing to look ridiculous, when you're willing to look like an idiot, when you're willing to literally laugh at yourself because the way it's sounding, it sounds so crazy. I mean, I'm sure he probably went home going like, what the F just happened? Or maybe later he realized like what a missed opportunity that was, you know, who knows? But the point is, is I tried to do something that scared me. I tried to approach three different situations, three different men with a new way to, you know, to put myself out there. And so you know, I've done many, many, obviously fearless things in my life, but I think what I'm so proud of is that I don't ever let it stop me. I don't ever let the outcome not getting what I want. I never let it stop me because at the end of the day, life is about, your life is about creating experiences that help you grow. And all of these experiences are wonderful, funny stories that I can say that I put myself out there and, you know, and what's really interesting, and I never really talked about this, um, actually, I never talked about this, but after I finished my fearless journey, I ended up dating someone for a while that I did really feel love for. That um, So I ended up getting the thing that I wanted, which was an experience of, of finding love. And even though it didn't work out, it was something that really opened my heart, that broke me open in a way that I hadn't experienced before. And so... You know, that's the thing. It's like you can make a plan, but the universe is like, you know, you've got to let go of the details. You got to learn how to surrender. And I've learned that lesson many, many times. In fact, I'm relearning it right now as I revisit these fearless acts. You know, it's just so exciting. I, I talked about this actually. If you're not following me on um, Instagram or if you're not on social media, I post a lot about this. But one of the biggest things that this journey brought me was integrity was this ability to trust myself, to trust my instincts, instincts, and then to honor my word to myself. You know, I could have easily, you know, throughout this journey just given up, and I didn't. Because the feeling that I had, which was pure bliss and pure exhilaration, I mean, it was like, it was like something, I mean, I've never taken drugs, which probably this is why, because I don't need to, because I really do play with life in a way that's, that's so exhilarating and so fun. It's like, I'm constantly pushing myself and, 
and I'm, I'm committing to the thing that I want to do. You know, it's like people always ask, how do you know what your true voice is? How do you know what you want? Well, you start by trusting. You start by honoring your word to yourself. When you say, I'm going to do this, and then you follow through and you do it, the universe starts to get the hang of that. And you are co-creating your life. So what do you want it to look like? So many people are caught up in manifesting that they let go of the pure joy of everyday life. You know, even in COVID, I just did something fearless. I reached out to somebody in my building and I I saw she had a tennis racket and I said, I want to learn how to play tennis. Can we play tennis together? She said, yes. So I bought a tennis racket and guess where I'm going on Friday? I'm going to play tennis because I want to be a beginner again. I want to have fun. I want to experience something new. I want to learn something new. And I think we give ourselves so many excuses and we we betray ourselves so much that it gets so hard to hear our own true voice. And I just have to say, if there's one thing that I would offer you right now, it's to honor your true voice, honor the thing that you want to do and do it. Who cares what the outcome is? The actual feeling you're going to have by opening yourself up and becoming the person that it takes to do that thing is what life is about. That is the point of existing. That is why you came here. I get so passionate about it because it's so true. If I can bottle up this feeling and give it to you, I would. Because it's fucking amazing. And you deserve nothing short of amazing. So I'm just going to drop the mic right now. And let you sit with that. And I want you to tell me. I want you to email me, send me a message, whatever it is. Tell me what your, your next thing is. Tell me what you're going to do. Honor your promise. Honor your true voice. I have a group coaching program that starts next Wednesday, November 18th. And I want you to be a part of it. It's called Get Off Your Couch, Step Up Your Life. And it's going to be live weekly sessions with me. And you will be um, assigned fearless acts to do every week, but you will have support of community and it's going to be beautiful. And I'm so excited to share this offering and I would love for you to be a part of it. I'm going to put the link um, in the show notes so you can sign up and it's only $207. That's less than $40 a session. So you really have no reason not to sign up. <laughs> And it's going to be amazing. And I just, I really believe in community and I believe that we can help each other. So let's end the year with this amazing group. It's called Get Off Your Couch, Step Up Your Life. And uh, there's nothing more to say. Mic dropped. (laughs) I'm going to leave you with another song of mine. And I just want to send you the most love. Remember, you are worthy, you are supported, and you matter.
I broke so easily. It's my.